I was very disappointed that it was all like pre-recorded and we didn't get to see the inside of anybody's house. Like that was kind of a bummer. I was hoping it would be like on CNN now where like everybody they talk to is like in their living room or their kitchen or whatever. But yeah, nobody's dogs, nobody's kids, nobody's spouse. It was like super produced. It was, I mean, so there's been, it's been a criticism for a long time that it's turning into a big commercial. Uh, And I mean, for fuck's sake, it's the developers conference. Why did we spend like a couple minutes talking about a new, like they had a trailer for a new show on Apple TV plus like what? I mean, developers watch TV, but that's the only possible connection you can make. Well, and remember last year, we whined about um, them showing off for all mankind with a real trailer because it came with the infamous Star Trek from Tim. But at least like Apple TV Plus was new, although it doesn't matter that it was new because that doesn't really affect developers. (sighs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, oh, and uh, there was no joke about Craig Federighi's hair in his thoroughly produced, pre-recorded, yeah. multi-cam, whatever. They made him run up the stairs for some reason, but I don't know. His hair didn't uh, look very covid I must say. Like, it was a little puffy, maybe a little puffier than usual, because maybe, you know, he hasn't been getting haircuts on his usual schedule, but he's been getting them. I have no doubt. I mean, maybe he's just really great at giving himself haircuts or he has a spouse or child possibly or neighbor. Anyway, uh, <laughs> maybe somebody in his COVID bubble is is pretty good with the clippers, but like it was suspiciously acceptable hair. Yeah. <laughs> Although we didn't uh, we didn't get that. Uh, we, we did get like an actual topic regarding um, uh, the world being on fire, both kinds. Right. It's Apple kind of told us they tried to tell us that they're putting their money where their mouths are with respect to uplifting uh, black people in particular and people of color in general. And that's nice. Um. (laughs) Followed by the presentation of white people, but at least they weren't all men. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, so there were people of color who presented there. There was an Asian woman. um, There was a black guy. There, I don't know. I don't remember all of the presenters. But yeah, but it, it's getting a lot better. It, I mean, it was. Yeah. I, I would be uncomfortable saying, having not looked into it at all, that <laughs> that it's their most diverse lineup of presenters ever, which is interesting, uh, given that it's all pre-recorded. Like, I wonder if that made it easier to get more diverse presenters, and if so, why, or if that's just a coincidence. I don't know. Not everyone in tech wants to be Steve Jobs. So, like, someday mm-hmm. you're going to be in a very high position at a company. And if they told you that you had to present what your team's doing, uh, you know, on a worldwide stage, you know, mm-hmm. like, would you be cool with that? <laughs> um, I would think that I was, but then I wouldn't do <laughs> that great a job. <laughs> like I, I would, I would feel I would, I would lie to myself that yes, I could absolutely do this. But then I would like 
talk at turbo speed <laughs> and and whip through my slides excessive although I guess they're all timed and they would make me rehearse like a bunch if it were Apple I don't know uh, yeah good point um so I guess with pre-recording like they could do multiple takes and Jesus Christ the Steadicam guy for for Tim's initial thing <laughs> right like just, like just no like just sit still damn it don't don't nauseate the audience yeah <laughs> I forget what order things went in. I, well, I guess, did they talk about iOS first? That seems right. And and some stuff was in our sections. But, I mean, the, the main thing is that uh, Siri and incoming phone calls are, are no longer full screen modals. <laughs> I really wish, I would like to know what the designer's justification was for that choice. Or whether it was some developer thing, like, oh, it's easier to do it this way. I don't know. I'm curious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so we did get a couple of points out of the iOS section each. Uh, I, I, I should probably like add these up and keep score. Unless it, it's done. tied because we have too many question marks. Cool. 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 Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, they did make some changes to springboard. Um, yeah, it's less, a little bit <laughs> stupid i mean the main thing of course that everybody especially me was excited about was uh widgets on the home screen which i did not predict at all because i mean <laughs> so i switched to android for those in 2010 and i switched back to ios in 2011 because there are a lot of other things about android <laughs> that were totally unacceptable <laughs> at the time uh but i always uh still missed the widgets and like so they added them to the stupid notification screen but that like no <laughs> i want i want to unlock my phone and see the goddamn weather <laughs> like, yeah. and i guess other stuff too so um weird bug aside where it took a couple tries for my weather to you know use current location and not cupertino um beta one it's fine it's fine i haven't had a respring <laughs> yet um or even like crunchiness um you know, this, this this is definitely a stability release uh, obviously noted by lack of features we even have to talk about but um you know it, it's it, it's cool you get a couple size choices for things um like third-party stuff that goes in that weird widgety column thing um aren't like shoehorned in like you know mm. like those will need to recompile uh from developers so there's not much to play with at the moment mm. but the stuff that's there is neat there's weather and that's what i want i want i, I mean i really mostly want weather and calendar yeah um, and there's like his three yeah. choices for both of those <laughs> nice and there's and also of course, a really nice battery one where oh, cool. if you have too many things as I do, because mm. I do. Um, well, I mean, <laughs> it's just, you know, having to watch an AirPods, that's, you know, two things besides the phone. So uh, it gives you like, if you have nothing, it just gives you like, you know, just an oversized battery meter, but it's in a circle because they're still big on circles as progress bars. Sure. But if not, you can choose between a quad of circles or four circles across to have as a widget of your batteries of your various accessories. Yeah, that's kind of nice. I hadn't thought about that at all. Uh, I only just finished betaing my iPad, uh, mostly to see how I like the pencil stuff. Because so I bought the iPad Mini Five, which supports the 
original Apple Pencil, not to be confused as it often is with the Pencil 2. <laughs> and uh, I've, ne- <laughs> I've never used it. <laughs> never, not once. Um, <laughs> and it's so sad. And I, I really want to see how it does with my horrible handwriting because the woman they had demoing it had extremely neat handwriting. Yeah, so uh, I've played with it and my handwriting is of the got yelled at a lot variety because mm. you know i had various not diagnosed things um right and it's picked it up 100 percent, except for ironically one time it got it did something instead of pencil hmm. <laughs> um Neat. but but part of my bad handwriting is that i don't follow the correct patterns like i do upward strokes for like an l if i landed you know at the bottom of a different letter because my brain doesn't work um but it got it so yeah i do a lot of stuff weird apparently like like the way I, apparently I make eights backward. I don't know. I don't know how other people make their eights, but I I mm-hmm. start at the <laughs> upper left and go across basically and then diagonally down and whatever. But apparently most people do it the other way, which seems really weird to me because, you know, whenever you do something one way and everybody else does it the other way, you think the other people are weirdos. <laughs> but it's probably me. Um, And the implementation of it is really... Uh, thought out because it could have just as easily have been like the way it is like or the way it used to be in the notes app uh like to just switch to drawing mode you know there is a squiggle key in the on-screen keyboard um or the way it's always been on touch versions of windows where you draw on the on-screen keyboard after you switch it to, you know, stylus mode and you just sort of, you know, do it all in there. And uh, it's implemented well enough that, like, you know, like shit's not popping on the screen at you. (laughs) So you just find a text field, you start writing on it, and um, it's really generous with the initial hitbox. You know, it's a little wider. uh, And... Mm. Once you are doing it, where, uh, like, the allowed box for writing is uh, even more embiggened. So it's not like, you know, you have to, like, worry about, like, you know, <laughs> writing in size 10 <laughs> in Slack right, or whatever. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. And the first time you, like, uh, reconnect the pencil to it, it gives you a little tutorial on it. So, oh, you know, cool. there's a... Uh, you know, like a, a like just scratching out is how you like delete a whole word, uh, and how to like just uh, split something that it accidentally made a compound word, and you know a couple things, and you know it, it's it's fine. Like it just it's mostly intuitive, and it's probably the best feature. <laughs> That's like a new thing in the release. Yeah, but you got a point for Mimoji. Yeah, and it literally is just the mask. <laughs> yeah. Well, and some different hair for, like, old people. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, like, there's other, like, you know, customers. Like, there's other other stuff. But, I mean, like, she said face coverings. But it's just the, I guess, surgical mask, right? That's the oh, one yeah, that looks like true. a cummerbund with the ruffles in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you get the face cummerbund and your choice of color. <laughs> I like the face cummerbund is like where your brain goes to before this is a face mask. Like I don't I don't think most people have cummerbunds at like the top of their Well, I did band. Yeah. 
I don't think they ever, so I did band in Hawaii and that's a whole different, I mean, you just wear, you know, your fancy, your dress Aloha shirt <laughs> in the school colors. Well, to be fair, the cummerbunds were in a big box in the band room. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> and they just handed them out for the concert. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, for some reason, if you want, you can put a mask on your Memoji weirdly no one talked about facetime improvements yeah i guess the main reason why facetime can't replace zoom webex at all is that it's only on the apple ecosystem and not enough of your friends have macs although you'd think enough of your friends have ipads but maybe not even then a lot of people are really fixated on android even though android tablets are almost universally terrible but anyway i did not get a point for my ipad mini pro prediction alas uh so I will not be, you know, I'm a little bit disappointed that I'm not spending any money coming out of this keynote, <laughs> which is silly, I know, but like, I like new shiny things. I mean, I guess eventually I'll be spending money, um, not on the, uh, so they did announce um, ARM-based Macs, which, you know, cool, I guess, but not actually like <laughs> and you'll be able to buy one in 2020 which means december 28th <laughs> um instead they they're just like you can apply for a dev kit which is a 500 dollar uh mac mini with an arm chip uh the a12z uh, or z if you're from england um or canada i guess uh that you have to return eventually yeah um, and this is the same Thing as the Intel transition kit, which was uh, a Pentium 4 board taking up like 25% of the space inside a G5 case. Hmm. And, uh, you know, that was like 500 bucks and you had to give it back. And then you got like 500 bucks off of. Yeah, so I guess that's fine. Obviously, I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not a real developer. I'm not an Apple developer, so I'm ineligible uh, and I probably wouldn't do that anyway. Why? <laughs> Why would I? Um, but I was hoping to, you know, have an opportunity to drop another $2,500 on a new laptop. But yeah. on the plus side, the, the new laptop that my new work is buying me will not be automatically out of date as soon as I unbox it. So there's that. Yeah, it'll get two years, maybe. Um, I mean, they kept uh, having updates for 10.4 and 5. Did 10.5 run on PowerPC? Yeah, but it wasn't a good idea. Right. <laughs> there was, uh, it was uh, the, not even the first generation, like the second wave of G5s that were, uh, so, so the ones that were the first single chip dual processor ones, uh, because like that was the one where you could go all the way up to the quad with the mm. liquid cooling that, that was infamous. Um, that generation actually ran Leopard correctly. Every other piece of hardware didn't. Yeah, so not like your your Sawtooth G4. <laughs> um, oh, and uh, another surprising thing, uh, Mac OS Big Sur is actually OS 11. Yep, they took it to 11 and didn't mention it on stage. Which is that's a little strange. I mean, that's like... <laughs> That's such a like an end of an era kind of thing. Like Mac OS ten was so uh important to me as a as you know, in my career, oddly enough. 
<laughs> that it's really weird that they would change major versions like that and not even mention it. Yeah. Uh, and it is, it is kind of funny that like all, like all of like the, uh, horrified what ifs this is why they could absolutely never switch to arm kind of stuff <laughs> was just sort of like and we did that uh right so for one no, it'll be uh, fine uh rosetta 2 like they just did it and just like last time turns out that when you do one of these architecture switches because the last one wasn't getting any faster year over year and you're mm. switching for something that does that it comes out in the wash because it runs half as slow on a chip that's twice as fast. And it's just, it you know, it doesn't get any slower uh, if you bought anything other than like the most recent of the previous generation and the first of the next generation is the only mm -hmm. time you would see the actual slowdown. But if, you know, you're on like a normal upgrade cycle of like, you know, two of the three years for the same hardware class, you'll, you know, even see like the unoptimized stuff faster. And, uh, one of the real interesting things that they specifically mentioned with this was it it's working on like plugins and stuff so that all that stuff in logic that was in the Mac Pro demo uh like the reason it was you know had like virtual instruments as far as the eye could scroll <laughs> um you know th those are all binary applications and uh, that will work on the ARM version of Intel before those are updated because it can, like, you know, take care of those pieces. It doesn't have to be, like, the whole thing, which was a problem back in the uh, uh, Final Cut in Photoshop days. You would, like, uh, sometimes intentionally open, like, Photoshop, like, I don't know, 7 maybe it was or something, or CS2-ish in Rosetta to, like, get a get out a filter or something. <laughs> yeah man i remember specifically opening things in rosetta that was a long ass time ago and and also like there's a hypervisor in there so that if you want to run um like arm linux and i mean eventually arm windows will be a thing they're just you know like microsoft isn't talking too loud about it um hmm. but you know that will be you know normal proper virtualization where you don't waste resources like, you know, VMware is now. And as far as like emulating, like what if you have to do like full fat x86 windows or whatever, like it'll work, but it'll just be the other kind of emulation. Yeah. And I'd, I'd also like to remind people that virtual PC was always usable. So this is back in the day um, before hypervisors even existed so if you were doing x86 on x86 it was emulating uh <laughs> and if you were doing x86 on power pc um like i had no i had no problem running windows 2000 on top of an imac with a g3 at 500 megahertz with 256 megs of ram and 96 of that yeah. going to the vpc like it was fine like you wouldn't like i used to have to do that like you wouldn't try to like do stuff on it but like but like if you were like using it to like test ie um like right. it was more than fine it wasn't like lagging basically it was for ie because i used to use it we had this ridiculous yeah. billing software where we would input time and it only ran an internet exploder <laughs> for some reason i guess i guess because of was it active script the other day i could not remember 
the name of the stupid scripting thing that was only for IE? ActiveX. ActiveX, that's it. Yeah. I was like, action script? No, that was Flash. <laughs> it was ActiveX. So I had, I, you know, I was I was on the right track, but my brain just couldn't. Yeah, that one. I guess it must have used that, which is ridiculous. So we could only do it uh, in Internet Explorer. So I, I did used to do that in Virtual PC. Awkward segue from that. <laughs> in uh, hashtag finally news, we will finally be able to send... Uh, a hippo storm to people on from our Macs to their Macs or with Echo or with lasers. Uh, you know, if there's no, I, I can think of no better reason to, to beta my MacBook Pro yeah. <laughs> than to send a duck storm. Uh, evidently a bunch of other applications because it's, they're using that thing where iOS and macOS apps are the same thing now. Is it still Catalyst? Yeah. We're still calling it that? Okay, cool. I wasn't sure. Anyway, and then a bunch of other apps are like that too. Maps, which has been, and whatever other crap. Mail. <laughs> Mail continues to be unexciting. <laughs> it, it fetches and, and uh, sends email. Huzzah. And like, so the, the, the other just random things. Uh, uh, light bulbs get night shift. Um, I don't see where it is as of now, because I do have the hue ambience bulbs. I don't know if there's a firmware update required or if these won't be mm. eligible it'll be some other stupid light bulb mm -hmm. uh you know it's you know just like the car key stuff you know it's like this one you car and maybe car. others starting in 2077 <laughs> right which is just as well because i'm of all the things that i might want to throw money at right now a car is not one yeah. uh probably because it's an order <laughs> a few orders of magnitude more money then uh, even, uh, and well, not, I mean, granted, you can definitely get a Mac Pro that's more expensive than my car. True. Even more than my car was new. Although um, you can get the same interest rate on them because they added <laughs> Apple Card payments for Macs, you know, at 0%. And uh, dealers are desperate to hand off anything to anyone with good credit, so. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since I got my my uh, Mazda serviced, I got CarPlay installed, and there were some CarPlay updates, including apparently I am incapable. Is it a new icon for CarPlay, the C with the little arrow in it, or do I just I have just not I don't know what that icon is, and I can't ever I don't know hold it in I my head. Only used it once in the car that tried to kill us. Yeah, uh, I've used it a couple of times. Uh, <laughs> And was deeply unimpressed by maps. It it gave me some bad directions when I was driving a friend and listener back from a hospital in a part of the area that I'd never been to before. I guess it just didn't know where that address is. Mm. Uh, so it was totally wrong. And it was telling me like all kinds of stupid stuff. And I was, it was like, drive three miles in the wrong direction. And I'm like, no, actually, I think I will not do that. I will not drive three miles in the wrong direction to end up very far from where I actually want to be. <laughs> so I hope they really have improved maps uh, for CarPlay and iOS and macOS and iPadOS, because these are all separate OSs now. Yeah. Even though they're more the same than ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's whatever, Apple. And we have no idea if anything positive happened on the watch. Yeah, what do we know about the watch? So, like, the always-on for third-party uh apps like i couldn't find anything on that um it doesn't mean it's not there 
So the custom, my my guess was uh, truly custom watch faces, which is almost there in that you can now basically app makers can supply multiple versions of their, uh, well, they can actually share watch faces, but it's basically like the core ones plus all of their complications. So I could have like a weather watch <laughs> from Carrot Weather, which I'm sure will be coming out really soon. Yeah. Uh, that's that sounds sarcastic, but it's not <laughs> like like if you're on the test flight, you might see that like Thursday. <laughs> I am not. I should see if that's a thing that I can get in on, though. Um. Um, so, yeah, like that's that's the, the thing that this was a just obnoxious limitation before that you could only offer one complication per size. So that meant that like on the uh, like the infograph face with all the roundies on them. That's only one size of roundie. So your app could only have one complication. I mean, you could put three of them there, but they would be the same. Right. So kind yeah, now you could, you know, like make your, uh, if you wanted to like make every complication type for like the infograph one for like your weather app or whatever, that just shows <laughs> all the possible data. Which right. is nice because mostly I just want like the ability to just message faces around, or even just archive them for myself. Right. <laughs> just be like, what did right. I have to set to? Because you kind of don't want to like keep them around. Um, I tend to accidentally switch watch faces. Yeah, me too. <laughs> which I hate. I I like having like three at the most. Yeah, sometimes because sometimes I find I've accidentally switched like four watch faces to the right yeah with no explanation I, yeah i don't know how the, I, I trigger siri a lot putting my phone well i understand why that happens it's because i've got stupid woman pockets in my stupid woman jeans and oh, i have yeah. to like wiggle it in in a specific way and it's so, not surprising that i accidentally hit the fucking button well your pocket oh, hits the button because the watch can't fit in your yeah what other predictions oh so for um did they tell us anything about the Apple TV other than, hey, here's a trailer for our new stupid show? Uh, well, there, uh, uh like, multi-user stuff expanded, not applicable to me. Uh, mm. uh, the newest Microsoft controllers were added, not applicable to me. Although it is the one from the uh, commercial that makes you cry. So, there's <laughs> that. <laughs> That's nice. Um, yeah, they did not, uh, tell us whether or not we would get FaceTime on Apple TV, which I contend would still be really nice, especially if we could add a camera to it. Like, wouldn't that make so much sense? You know, everybody gathers around, uh, the, the family gathers on the couch in front of the Apple TV with its little camera add-on mm -hmm. and, uh, does a FaceTime probably. <laughs> yeah, because it's not like, um... Once we get a vaccine, like we're going back to normal, uh, because, well, it's been a hundred degrees in Siberia, and <laughs> in addition to like that, just meaning the planet's dying, it also means that, like, there's the, the like literally frozen diseases in the permafrost, like yeah. stuff humanity hasn't seen since there were also the mammoths that are in the permafrost. <laughs> It, like, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't have to spread from people in Siberia. It just has to spread from the birds in Siberia. Dang birds. Always flying everywhere. Yeah, so, like, we're... It's, like, it's going to be the era of new diseases for... Yeah. 
This is swell. <laughs> and like if like like the worst part is like we have to hope they're viruses. Um because at least, you know, the viruses we can't treat, but we can, you know, hide until we can prevent. But yeah. you know, we've also completely ruined antibiotics like we've discussed well, previously. These like, pathogens would be would not have any resistance uh immediately to penicillin like this would be back when penicillin was new and syphilis was like oh fuck uh but i mean i'm sure that because we're stupid they would swiftly develop it yeah yeah <laughs> uh and also because like the thing we have for when antibiotics stop working completely is luckily we've cataloged so much about viruses that we have viruses we can give to bacteria, but, <laughs> you know, admittedly, it's a bit of using gorillas to, to take care of your snake population. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's okay. They'll all die come winter. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it funny that, that at the beginning of the COVID thing, people, particularly the president of the United States, were certain that summer would spell the end of it? And it's like, well been hot for a while now and people are still dropping like flies so that didn't work out yeah but also like like the double cynicism here like people are talking uh people are talking about it again because they don't want to continue talking about protests yeah funny how that works yeah no everything's fine uh i'll so just I'll end on one funny here. Uh, we're just, okay. Just, uh, just all, all like the, you know, of all the things where conservatives are saying something to provoke outrage, but like my anachro-communist ass reaction is, well, <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, what's next? Statues of Jesus? Sure. Although one funny one, I saw uh, somebody tweeted, well, they should knock down all the statues of Muhammad and... I think it was Rami Ismail. Rami Ismail. I'm never going to be able to say it right. And it's not even hard. Anyway, the game, famous game developer uh, who is also Muslim was like, yes, knock down every statue of Muhammad. Well, uh, <laughs> the thing is, there really aren't statues of Muhammad because well, yeah, he Islam. Can't be depicted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is, so it was a real <laughs> right. kind of a self-own uh like, um, if we defund the police, who's going to take care of this bear? <laughs> oh, if only there was an agency that was for controlling the animals. Right? Wouldn't that be weird? <laughs> Somebody proposed that instead they just remove all of the riders from the horse statues. And so we just have a bunch of horses around. I'm like, okay. Yeah, like just a bunch of blucifers out there. Unfortunately, they'd, they'd have legs. <laughs> just disembodied legs. Uh, but other than that, I think it'd be cool to just have like a bunch of random horses around. Well, I mean, we we could, you know, remake the Civilian Conservation Corps to, uh, you know, unsculpt the legs into a horse. Sure. Yeah. N no idea how practical that is. Well, it's just metal. You just heat it and reshape it. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure somebody could manage it. Somebody should do that. Somebody should do that as like a performance, not performance art, but like like an art thing, like Banksy, but sculptors. Yeah, we just need to give more fire dollars. Right? Let's fund the arts for the purpose <laughs> <laughs> of de-racisting a bunch yeah. of statues. It's, it is ridiculous uh, how many, well, that's, 
We were going to end on something funny. I need to stop. <laughs> <laughs>